me and my daddy. That's me. Daddy tells me the story. I like hearing about battles, <coughs> chopping off heads, <coughs> and queens and kings. I add in the funny bits, <coughs> the disgusting bits, <coughs> and ask the questions that you want to know. And if Daddy gets boring, <sighs> I tell him. Let's talk about Christopher Columbus. Christopher Columbus, eh? Normally, children are told that people believed that the world was flat until Christopher Columbus came and in 1492 discovered America. Actually, Daddy, that's all wrong. Don't you know that the Vikings discovered America? But they didn't stay. And Christopher Columbus never even went to the United States of America. But he did find South America and the West Indies. And everyone already knew that the world was round like a ball. It's actually very easy to tell that the world is round like a ball. You can tell whenever you go to the seaside. If you look far out to sea, you can glimpse ships. But as the ships come closer to you, you firstly see the tops of the ships, and only after a while the bottom of the ship. That is because the ship is coming over the horizon. The horizon is where the Earth curves around in a circle. People have known this since ancient times, so everyone knew that the Earth was round like a ball. But they were still scared of sailing too far from land because they were worried about sea monsters <coughs> and storms, and they thought it was too far to sail around the world. China and India were on the other side of the world from Europe, and Europe traded with them over land. But then, the Ottoman Empire conquered the Christian city of Constantinople. Suddenly, it was really difficult for Christian Europe to trade with India and China, so everyone tried to find another way. The Portuguese started. They worked out that you could sail all the way around Africa to India and China, but the Spanish wanted a route too. Step forward, Christopher Columbus. Actually, Daddy, he was an Italian, and he thought he could sail all around the world to India and China. But no one had done it before, so no one could be sure how far it was. And because they didn't have a map, they didn't know that America was in between. And the thing is, Daddy, Christopher Columbus was not very good at maths. And he kept saying that he could sail all the way to Asia in four weeks, but he had his sums completely wrong. All the scientists knew that Asia was much further away than that. They were right, and Christopher Columbus was wrong, wrong, wrong. But he kept asking England, France, and Portugal for money. For ships, eventually Columbus went to the Queen of Castile, which we now call Spain, and asked for some money for some ships. The Queen gave him money. Columbus set sail in 1492 with three small ships and 90 men, and enough food for about eight weeks. He worked out where he was using a system called 
dead reckoning. This meant firstly using a compass to see what direction he was sailing in. A compass is a special needle that is magnetic and always points to the North Pole. It would have been a bit better if he had one that pointed to America, not the North Pole. He would throw something over the side and see how long it took his ship to pass it. From that, he could use maths to work out the speed of the ship. He first sailed to the Canary Islands. And then he turned west. But after four weeks, there was no sign of Asia, or indeed any land at all. His men wanted to turn back. They knew they would run out of food and water if they did not. Christopher Columbus begged his men to sail for just three more days. Two days later... Land! Land ahoy! Not before time, because they needed food and water. Columbus went to shore and met some natives, local Indians. They were peaceful and traded goods with Columbus. But Columbus kidnapped several of the natives. Why did he do that? That's not very nice. He wanted them to tell him what other land was nearby. They told Columbus about a big area of land nearby. And Columbus thought to himself, Aha! This will be China! So he sailed there straight away. But in fact, it was the island of Cuba. Columbus looked his hardest for either gold or for Chinese people. Well, of course there wasn't any Chinese people. He wasn't in China. For a person who's supposed to be a famous explorer, he seems to be a little bit lost for most of the time. And then Columbus sailed home. He came back to a hero's welcome. He told everyone he had discovered the route to China and the Indies. But of course he hadn't. He'd discovered what we now call the West Indies or the Caribbean. In fact, his maths had been so bad that if the Americas and the Caribbean hadn't been in the way of his route to China, he probably would have died. The Queen of Castile was delighted. Columbus was made Admiral of all the ocean and given a huge fleet of 17 ships. He sailed back to the Caribbean, then explored all around the Caribbean and made a big new town called La Isabella on the island of Hispaniola after Queen Isabella of Castile. He kept on looking for China. He was nowhere near China. China's on the other side of the world. He went back a third time, exploring more of the Caribbean, but by now, everyone was fed up with him. He had turned the natives into slaves. He had been mean to his own settlers. When someone stole some corn, he had their nose and ears chopped off. A woman was mean to him, so he had her tongue chopped off. That's not very nice at all. And how do you chop off a tongue? So the Queen said he wasn't allowed to be in charge. He got sick and died after he arrived back home. So let me get this right. Columbus wanted to find China but didn't. He found America but the Vikings got there first. He got all his thumbs wrong. And even after he found America, he still thought he was near China. He was horrible to his own people and the natives. But he did 
open up the Americas to the world. He literally founded a new world. What shall we do with old Columbus? What shall we do with old Columbus? What shall we do with old Columbus? Born in Spain today. Way hey, off we sail. Way hey, off we sail. Way hey, off we sail in 1492. Sailing west in three small ships. Sailing west in three small ships. Sailing west in three small ships. Searching for the Indies. Building towns in Hispaniola, building towns in Hispaniola, building towns in Hispaniola for the Queen of Castile. Turning natives into slaves, turning natives into slaves, turning natives into slaves, sent him back to Castile. But he sailed bravely westward, but he sailed bravely westward, but he sailed bravely westward, so we shan't forget him. So if you've liked this history story time, Please subscribe, like us or leave a review on iTunes. Next week, we see how Britain and Spain fought the bloody but very strange War of Jenkins' Ear and how, as a result, George Washington got his home, Mount Vernon. Sleep tight. Don't let the bed bugs bite. (laughs) 